Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast. With that said, welcome to another episode. And uh, today, this is the new and improved Amelia and Randy show. Uh, we are here to. We are gathered here today, uh, as we are every. <laughs> you get, listen, you guys really need to <laughs> watch us on so the live awful stream. Before. We had to. <laughs> you, you need to join us on the live stream because Amelia is dancing in and off screen. <laughs> Randy's got a busted finger. He's like whining and crying about it. It's great. So if you're not, if you've not joined us, oh my god, Amelia, you're cracking me up. Uh, again, if you're not joining us and watching. <laughs> Watching the antics here, you really need to check us out if you can. And uh, I'll post it in the chat once I'm done yapping. Uh, but you can go to hashtag uh, Get Up and Grow on uh, YouTube and watch this. And of course, you can also follow us on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook as well. So make sure that you're following us. And again, we thank you for being here. Again, of course, we were here at not from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. as well. And again from 11 to 12. So join us here. Today we're talking about and introducing or, or, or welcoming in the Memorial Day weekend with the wonderful Amelia Not Antonetti. Memorial and Day. No, I'm sorry, Labor, Labor Day. Day, Labor Day. I wish Labor. it was Memorial Day. Then the one and only Randall Kenneth Jones of the Jones Dot Show. 
Uh, so make sure you're following him as well. And uh, make sure you're following everybody on this stage as well, because, again, spreading that social digital currency is the thing to do. And that's how we support each other. So today we're going to be talking about this coming weekend. And it's time to relax and unwind. So, but before, but hold on, before you relax and unwind, we encourage you, if you're watching us on social media, make sure that you're sharing this video. And of course, if you're joining us here on Clubhouse, we thank you so much for being here. And we encourage you hit that little box at the bottom of the screen with the arrow. <laughs> oh my God, Amelia Dez, you're sliding in and out of the screen. You guys got to jump in. Uh, make sure that you're sharing this room to Clubhouse hallway so that you can awaken the algorithm. Let everybody that follows you know where you are and what we're talking about. And there goes Randy wheeling off screen as well, too freaking funny and of course we invite you to ping people in individually that's right hit the little add friends button and bring people in that you know could and should be here Amelia's blowing kisses uh randy is you know uh, bringing his dog on screen alexander and giving him a kiss on the mouth there you go good morning so that's what we're talking about it's it's the fun hour uh with amelia the new and improved amelia and randy show so with that said thank you again for being here share this out to everybody let's bring this room up let's bring up the vibe let's bring up the numbers and pass it off to the one and only the amazing the amazing ceo oh, of designing genius yourself dancing duck how, how do i make the thing dance <laughs> well listen if you by the way if you if you press and hold your picture uh you can either put the little emojis or there's that little gif button click that little gif and you can search for little funny things uh for example check it out i'm gonna do i'm gonna do so you can just put in dance check it out this is a good one i posted this one the other day it, it, here here you go there's mine it's yoda dancing there you go all right do or do not. That's there why is people no gotta try. come online. People do not know how goofy and weird I really am. I am so I goofy. I know. I, I know. Randy knows. <laughs> we love come it. So on join us. Come on in. Join. Join the fun. And thank you again for being here, Amelia and Randy. Over to you. Gotcha. I am a man with a boo boo. Therefore, I'm close to death. There you go. <laughs> do, what do, happened do, there? No drama here. What? 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 Listen, Randy. It could have been the other finger. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It could have been, been this one. Oh no, no, she means the middle finger. I think. I'm, oh, I know which know. one. She it's does. a Jersey <laughs> salute, and well, Jersey, New York, anyway. I know which one she meant. It crept up a little bit, but we're we're trying to be nice because you never you know. So here's. So you want a funny behavior thing about East Coast and West Coast? So East Coast people, when they give the bird, they go like this, right? This just use just the finger. Okay. When West Coast people do it, they do it with that make make actually a bird. That is information I did not know. There you go. That's right. If you wanted to know the difference, you can always tell an East Coast person when they flip you off because they tell you on how they make their fingers that they're from the East Coast. I you may be from the Midwest because I'm kind of a combination of the two. I'm not sure. Midwest, yeah. they do it, and then they just say, bless your heart. That's, what <laughs> that's, that's, the, right. that's, the, that's the Southern salute when somebody yeah. says, oh, bless your heart. They're really just bless, saying, yeah, you can You go, can say yeah. whatever you want about someone as long as you end it with bless his heart. Yeah, you that's can right. do that. Okay. I'm okay, a so Randy, what happened? What okay, happened? No. You can't come on with the, this huge boo-boo thing uh, and not oh, tell us what happened. I had an abscess on my finger, and I had to go to the doctor at 8 o'clock uh. this morning, and literally, they're, like, shooting it to numb it before they, you know, do the stuff, and I'm literally acting like it's childbirth, and <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, and I admit it, I freely admit it, that I am an absolute disaster when anything healthcare. It's it's just not pretty. And and my husband's worse. No, here's Derek's theory. Now this is this is how bad Derek is, and he works for the doctor I went to. He's worked in healthcare his entire life. He wants to die first because it's easier that way. It is. <laughs> because he knows I'll take care of him. Once he's gone, he doesn't care what happens to me. As long as I'm there to care for him, he's good. But then after that, I'm on my own. So, yeah. <laughs> and you're younger than me, so that means I'm coming to your house. So, <laughs> you are welcome anytime. anytime. Was that, a, was that an happy. abscess on your finger, or are you obsessed with your finger? I'm just still trying to figure both, that one out. Both. He's obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. We can talk about. <laughs> I am obsessed with my boo boo. With my boo boo. Okay. And All right. So I want to know what you're diving into because okay. I had a ferocious <laughs> week of feeding my brain that I have to share with the listeners, right? Because I know everybody's gonna dive into some of the things that I've been up to my eyeballs with. So what have you been doing all week, Mr. Randy? Kevin can F himself. 
Okay, now you have to explain because now, I now, don't know what Evan, that listen, is. Don't I've never heard of it. It's a TV <laughs> show completed its second season. It's on AMC. It has Annie Murphy, who was in Schitt's Creek, who can basically Annie Murphy can only do a show that you can't talk about. I love you know Schitt's without saying. I love I love that. Oh, oh my Creek. god, so funny. Yes, I love it. But she, it's it's Kevin can <clears throat> f himself. I'm obsessed with it because of its commentary on sitcoms. But what it is, I don't want to give it away, but I have to give it away to really say what it is. It's shot two different ways. So when Kevin, and he basically, it's a spoof of a Kevin James type character, King of Queens, who does the same, you know, that kind of show, the buffoon. And who was it? That was Kevin James in King of Queens and- um, Leah Remini, Leah Remini. Who I love her. Yeah, right. Love, love, love her. I but think this she is, is a Kevin James sort of, that's kind of what they're doing. And every time Kevin James's character is on, it's laugh track, it's presented as a sitcom, it's cheesy, it's over the top, he's obnoxious, his wife is always put upon because the wife is always put upon in a sitcom. As soon as the character's gone, it becomes a dramatic series. Oh the life shifts, and it to me, what I'm fascinated with is this almost commentary about the facade. Right. I mean, when you watch it and it's the facade, I mean, how many of us live that way? Social media is that way. The, the, the sitcom facade, we're laughing, we're enjoying each other. But then really, to me, the commentary is that as soon as the Kevin character is gone, there's reality. Here is the reality. And this is one miserable wife. Yeah. She, well. uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually touching a lot of wives, actually, who are miserable in their own lives. You know, and part of the reason, part of, just to give a little knowledge, part of the reason for that, right? Men and women get miserable in, in their partnerships and relationships from a behavior standpoint is we start our relationship with a set of uh, a story of what we believe it's going to be, right? right? And then we start out on that journey. And what happens is we never check back to update the story, right? And so, when couples come to me and they're having problems with connection, meaning, belonging, intimacy, all that stuff, well, part of the reason is they identify as parents, right? We are parents. They, that's the main character in their story is parents. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if I'm trying to be intimate with you and I see you as a parent, that is not exactly food for the bedroom. Right. And so we don't go back to change the story. Right. So, so many people right now have the amazing opportunity to write this new chapter because their kids are going off to college and they're now empty, empty nesters. But if you still identify with the story that you're raising kids and don't go back to write the story of now you're going to be this amazing adventure couple or active couple or whatever, but you've got to rechange the story that you're writing in your relationship often, or you get bored, it gets complacent, right? And you guys now are like, ugh, this, 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 this marriage sucks, sucks, or this relationship sucks. No, the story is what sucks. You can get rid of the story at any time and start writing a new story, but you got to come together to say, what is the story that you're writing? We're getting, we're, we're doing a lot of that in Designing Genius with a lot of couples as we speak now that are ready to write a new story because they've been in a marriage for 10 years, 20 years, whatever years, right? So now we're writing the new story um, and adding interesting characters, right? So we love when people are learning to take on a new character um, to come up with that alter ego. But that's just, a mo I just had to stop as a behaviorist for a second to be able to lean into that because the two-sided story, I love all those things because I'm always talking about the two sides of the situation, what you think is happening and what's really happening. What you think is okay. happening, what's really happening. That's part two of Randy's obsession. Do you realize because of you, I can't simply just enjoy anything without trying to figure out why? <laughs> so what, I'm a joy killer is what you just said? Oh my I'm God. a joy killer. I, mean, I know that there's people on the show doing the same thing. I'm always looking for meaning. I'm looking Tara, down. he's hey, calling hey, me a joy killer. I'm calling in my, own, my inner child, my inner child. Absolutely, absolutely not, Randy. <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you, no, I come by, I can't blame Amelia at all. As a podcaster, I am there trying to find out, looking for the best in people I'm evaluating. It is a joyful way actually to live your life, to be able to, to try to understand, to listen, to ask questions. It's a phenomenal way 
to live your life. But because I do this with you and you've had such a huge influence on me for a year and a half, I've, I've taken my sort of obsession with understanding the world and it's just continues to rise. And I, the comment you made in the show about narcissism, you made a comment about, had I realized the whole thing about mentoring my children when, yeah. when they, oh, that would have made, that would have made a 10 year period with my kids a lot easier. Yeah. So the good thing about it is, you know, for those people who have access to, to uh, uh, type in the back chat, um, I'm next week. Um, I'm going to bring you some games, right? So we got a lot of talking. We've been talking about this whole week. <clears throat> we've been talking with Sally and all these different rooms we've been bouncing in, talking about narcissism and talking about the ego, talking about, you know, the same thing to the resistance and the sludge that we're in right now. And so I'm going to bring you guys a behavior game and a modification game. Here is your opportunity. Type in this back chat. What topic do you want the game on? It doesn't matter, any topic. Tell me just what the topic is and I'm gonna bring you the game and bring some people to stage and move them through the game and the behavior modification so that you guys can see for yourself how fast this works. I keep saying I can unlock something in less than 11 minutes. We're gonna do this together. So if you have access to the bat chat, please, 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 all I need you to do is type the topic. And for the perfectionists out there, it does not have to be a perfect topic. You don't even have to go over to overly explain the topic. You can give me one word if you would like. Purpose of life. Ooh, I love that one. Nice. Who Pick said that? me. Pick me. Pick me. Here you go. Purpose of life. I don't care what the topic is. Do that. And I'm going to uh, just basically the ones that kind of make the most most like commonality. And I'm going to bring you a game next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you're interested in um, coming on stage, as simple as just just. Uh, signing up for the Designing Genius. We have a newsletter, right? It's free, doesn't cost anything, but just put your name on our mailing list so that we can uh, pull from our audience to see who wants to come on stage and play with us. So I think my headline next week is going to be Come Play with Amelia. <laughs> I got a topic. I got a topic. I got a topic. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Tupperware. <laughs> oh, we got some good ones. Let's look at this. Discovering why. Ooh. I have to explain that because I don't want people traveling. Oh, I love traveling. Tara and I swear when we're talking about topics for the week, Tara and I swear that we can give Amelia the topic of Tupperware and she can do an hour on Tupperware. And oh, you know yeah. How, you know how anal I am that my Tupperware cabinet is labeled. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and this, there's no surprise in I'm that at all. Oh, <laughs> mine, mine. I have, oh I have lids that no, don't no, 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 no longer go on no, anything. No. I have Listen, tops no, without lids, and no. I, it drives me crazy. So every every couple of months. don't match. It, it keeps me up at night. It talks. You know what I do? Every couple of months, I throw all of them away and buy new ones because yep. it drives me crazy. Oh, my God. Yep. Tupperware. Yeah, I love Tupperware. I love organizing. I label maker is my friend. I de-stress I de by labeling. You've definitely got to come over Literally. and spend yes, a weekend. I have a problem. <laughs> yes, I, ha I have an absolute problem. Okay, so um, can I tell you about what I've been doing? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I could be brilliant. I could be crazy. It's a very fine line. I think I identify with Christopher Walken, right? I could be crazy. <laughs> could be brilliant. I, really wow! Listen, there's, there's madness and genius. I mean, there is no genius oh, without madness and oh, yeah. a and a healthy level of crazy. And by the way, if you're not a little crazy, we can't be friends anyway. So I'm glad you are. So I had a so so before I digress, right? So for those people who've been following along. I started with Carm uh, 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 for Camille. It, people don't know Carm. She's she's a matchmaker. Um, she's all over Clubhouse. I absolutely love her. <clears throat> so I started this journey of dating. <laughs> and so that alone is hysterical. And so the question was uh, to me, uh, do I identify more crazy or do I identify more brilliant? Uh, and I was like, well, isn't that an interesting dating question? And I had to go, wow, I really teeter on that line between brilliant and crazy. I think it would, oh, look at it. Look, look at my, look, there's my boyfriend. Hi, Alexander. Hi. Hi, baby. Oh my, he's like, what? I know, come through the screen. No, he sees you come, now. Come through he's the screen. responding to you now. All right, so come. the people on Clubhouse don't think uh, we're going we're crazy here. Crazy. We're on video, everybody. Make sure that you're <laughs> joining us. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put that link in, uh, in the chat in a couple of minutes so you guys can follow along, but yes, Randy just brought his pup Alexander and he's sitting basically he's not at the mic. Alexander has his own Instagram. Alexander he, he, is, he is does. Famous. He, 
He has his, he has an international fan base. He literally does. Absolutely. Because he does videos with me to promote Jones.show. And, and he loves me. And he lo loves me. I am his girlfriend. I'm his official girlfriend. Well, the other thing is, Alec, my headshot for Ruby, the new book, you've seen it. It's me and the dog. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, I love and I told the photographer, I said, make no mistake. This is a photo of a dog that I happen to be in. And that's what I picked. Yes, <laughs> I, I love it. So here's what I've been doing. I have been, I went back because I'm, I'm, I'm heavily right into this. Um, I'm trying to create quick games for people to play in their relationships, um, in their families, with schools. We just dropped our very first accredited college course. I'm so proud of the uh, Designing Genius team who pulled together for that. We are now teaching life skills in colleges. Amen to that. And so I went back to one of my favorite books, which is called 12 and a Half. Anybody flash their mics if they've read 12 and a Half? Uh, by my buddy, Gary V. Uh, 12 and a half is Gary's sixth business book that he's put out. And um, I love it because it's talking about the awakening um, of moving away from the hard tactical skills into the softer skills. And what does it actually mean? And again, for those people who follow Gary, he's always at least like five years ahead of the market. Um, he put this book out earlier uh, I'm sorry, I lied, La late last year, very late last year, I picked it up and I read it then. Gary and I are friends. Um, Cloud Silver, his his people officer, is basically one of my heroes. I love that woman. I have a girl crush. Um, and so I re-picked up the book this last week and I was highlighting and really, really t talking about the the vision that he had and where the market is hitting it right now, right? So I'm, I'm following a lot of the stuff on LinkedIn. We're writing a lot of articles for LinkedIn's about people problems and the complexity of how life is changing. And I am obsessed to the degree, because again, I have a problem. I realize I have a problem. I actually like my problems, so I'm keeping with them. I, I made a list of things that were actually being identified that people are struggling with, right? You know, what has happened with, with relationships, marriages, post-COVID, right? We've got a lot of unwound uh, tension and pain that's come out of those relationships. We have children that are two years behind in development that has happened, right? So even though they may be freshmen in college, um, they actually are still at their junior year socially. And we all know that the junior year of high school is so imperative for learning and life skills. And we realize that we just sent out a bunch of freshmen who basically are juniors and are juniors that are going into the hardest high school year ever, their junior year, having to make some of the biggest choices of their life um, are actually only freshmen. So I wanted to bring a tool today from my, from me diving into me, what I think would be beneficial for any, does anybody actually have kids in high school? Do we have any parents here that have kids that are in either their sophomore or their junior year? Yeah, two. Okay. So I have two. My girls are sophomore yeah. and junior. Okay. Mine is a freshman. Sally. Oh, Sally, we had so much fun this week, Sally. I've been dreaming about you. I know. I love you. Right. I, I want to so go good. on one of those walks. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go on my I'm walk. I'm on my walk right now. You should come with me sometime. Hey, um, look, I'm coming out. I'm coming Alex, out. Your room was great. You were great on Sally's room, and Sally's a great host. Oh, Sally's, Sally's so great. Thank you, great. Randall. You are. And, oh and you were fabulous. I mean, the the whole narcissism thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does. It seems to be an, an unlimited. Well, I'm going of... out to see her. He yeah. invited me to come out to see her. So, Sally, I'm coming. I I'm can't coming. wait. Hold I can't day. wait to squeeze that you. That's got my name on it. I'm actually going to go in. And I want to do B-roll because I definitely want to go for the walk. Okay, let's do it. We'll do the walk. So I'll go for the walk and then I'll come back to the studio stuff. So again, if you're not following okay. Sally, she is, you know, she is, she is the next Steven Spielberg in my world. That's, that's just my Aww. point of view and I'm, I'm sticking to it. Yes. Amazing. Incredible. So here's my tool because we have so many children that are literally two years behind and I want to give something that is actually meaningful and helpful but I'm only going to share it if you guys actually then send me back the difference that it made right so no different than what I was saying would stop being a parent and stop start being a mentor that helped a lot of parents and I keep saying please post that on my IG literally just say hey what you said helped that's all you got to do just let me know something that I said actually mattered. So here's the next one. 
so we, and we work with a lot of kids. So you see Patricia and Scott and Corey and Tara, a lot, a lot of the people up here with the keys, we work with a lot of kids and here's their biggest angst, right? Is they are petrified that they're going to make the wrong decision, petrified. And we've now have two years of undeveloped juniors in high school trying to start thinking about what college they want to go to. The biggest gift that you can give your children right here and right now in this moment is to be able to say, we're gonna make the very best decision that we can together. We're gonna to visit campuses, we're gonna read reviews, we're gonna to talk to people, we're gonna use the guidance counselors, we're gonna pick all the fact finding we can to make the best decision. But here's how I'm going to free you from that choice. If you complete your freshman year of college and absolutely hate it, this is not a four year death sentence. You can change your mind. We forget to tell our children that they have the right to choose. And if something doesn't work, there's always another solution. And these youngsters are petrified that they're going to make the wrong decisions that's gonna dictate the next four years of their life. It's too hard of a decision to ask and put upon them. Tell them we're gonna do the best that we can. We're gonna give it our all for an entire year. And then we're gonna regroup to see if it's working. I tell you, this will change the relationship that you have between you and your kids. That's me. I'm done. If you got comments? I'm willing to listen. Uh, we got a little text uh, from Tara. Is it Dijon? Dijon? Dijon has a question. Yeah, she has. She's in the chat actually. She said, "Who is this course designed for? Is it only for college-bound, currently enrolled, and how and where do we sign up for the course?" No, you can you can sign up on Designing Genius, which is the blink is above. If you're looking for college accreditation, then just shoot us an email and we will give you the link for the college course. Some people want the accreditation because they're working towards a, a degree. Other people want the accreditation because their companies pay for education. So they need that, they need that formal sign, seal and approval. But if you don't care about it, then you can just go through Designing Genius, which is at the top of the link. But what I can tell you is this, Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of courses out there. Very few meet that benchmark. Very few courses have you heard about here in Clubhouse that actually have the accreditation in order to do that. We are committed with Designing Genius. We are going to put life skills back into our high schools and back into our colleges, even if they hate us and they don't want us. It's okay that they don't want me there. I'm all right with that. I'm going anyway. And we've got a lot of our education. Corey has been in education forever. Tara is in education. Susie, who's here, is on education. Dora Marie has done things in education. We've got a lot of us here that have played in the education space. We believe that we can improve and make some improvements, and we're going to. This is Amelia, what I think why, I am. Why, we're going why, to. Why would they not want you there? Am I being naive? <laughs> why would they not want you? Okay, I want Amelia everywhere. I mean, Corey, so Corey, did you, Corey, do you want to just speak on why the education system is not warm, friendly, and receptive? <laughs> we are scared of people like you. We want we want structure, organization, and we want to be able to have data, research, and proof. And it all has to be organized in a way that um, makes sense to everyone. And I think that particularly with the information that you provide, the, some of those people really need to have to be in a place to accept it in order to be able to understand how, what it's going to do for them. And so they want they have to want to make the change. Yes. And, and education is not about change. Education is about what we know and what we're comfortable, what we're familiar with. And so I'm not familiar. And so but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter of my audience. I'm okay that my audience may not be ready and I'm okay that the audience may feel that I trigger them and I'm okay that the audience doesn't want to welcome me because again, most of us don't sit there and go, oh, I wanna welcome discomfort and change. No, we don't do that. And that's okay because I know that my heart is aligned and I have literally, we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of testimony how much the work has changed others. We have them here in Clubhouse. You've got people right here in Clubhouse who've gone through 
right? And, and been exposed to what behaviorism, behavior modification, all the stuff is. So you don't have to take my word for it. You can talk to, you can talk to your friends and your colleagues right here, but I'm determined to do that. So A, I just want to be able to give kudos to the fact that we are in the fall semester. We've got more stuff coming out for spring of next year, which I'm really excited about. And we're going to continue to go into the areas where people are uncomfortable to put in a new foundation so that we can grow and heal together. So again, if you are in the back chat, I'm going to, I'm looking at what topics you would like me to create for you for games for next week. But Amelia, just to go a little bit further on that is that it's not that what you're providing is something new really, right? Because it's, we're, we're going to be teaching them how to change the understanding and perspective of trans transitioning what they already have into whatever industry they're going to be going into. And you're helping them reassess the foundational base of those skills in helping them understand what they're really seeing. Oh, yes, Amelia did not create behaviorism. This, this is not an Amelia thing. It's been around forever. Uh, and you can go all the way back to you know, Greek mythology on how humans, right, created a story on why the sun rose and the moon, whatever, right? we, as humans, we seek to understand. And so all I'm trying to do is provide tools to, to, for that understanding, what that means to you. And then if something isn't fitting quite right, what the behavior modification tool is for movement. So no, nothing that I do is new. This is not new. It's just, we have removed life skills from our schooling. Um, some of us like me who are older than dirt, we remember home economics in school. We remember um, in elementary school, I took my first mini psych class um, talking about how do I think and how do I feel and stuff like that. So a lot of that stuff used to be in schools. And if we didn't find it in our schools, it was tightly knit in our communities, right? We used to have a community. This is one of my favorite things to do when I talk about um, relationships, especially intimate relationships. We used to have our community as part of our, the responsibility to satisfy the requirements in a relationship, right? So it used to be, like if we go back 50 years, Part of what we needed to be as a human, connecting, belonging, intimacy, purpose, meaning, why, all of that was done by the community. There was a matriarch of the community. There were mentors in the community. The com community embraced you to help you figure out what you were good at. Now, wait for it, people. Now, we rely 100% on our life partner to do all of those things. So all of the things that used to be provided by the community, we now have all of that pushed upon our life partner. And you wonder why the divorce rate and the unhappiness is so high. You've put unrealistic expectations on our partner, which for notoriously for years was done in the community. That's why arranged marriages had a better success rate than today's managers because arranged marriages were done by the community to support the couple within the community. Now, I am not suggesting we go back to arranged marriages. Nobody say that that's what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in the formula for success, the community played an active part of fulfillment. Now, the only person playing that part of fulfillment is the life partner. And it's too much. It's too much. So we have to change the formula. And that's part of what we do in the designing genius for couples. But that's my two cents. Hopefully somebody just said, wow, I am dirt. <laughs> no, hey, I'm me, dirt. Amelia, you're not dirt. No way. It's Dale here. I'm really sorry to jump in. Why is it like that in the UK as well, though? Why? It's exactly the same over here. I'm going into a school next week. And I'm really focusing heavily on confidence, nutritional elements, everything to do with life skills, home, econ home economics that like you've been speaking about. And you're the, on the other way of the pond. Why is it over here in the UK as well? Why is it so global? I'm so confused. Well, you know, so again, the UK normally, traditionally, has been ahead of the US, right? European is, uh, the European mindset is far less conservative than America. 
Canadians are a little less conservative than those in the UK. And then there's Americans. Americans, because most of us have not traveled, because there's just a statistic, right? So less than 50% of Americans have a passport. And out of those people who have a passport, less than 25% of them have actually used them to go anywhere other than Mexico and Canada. So we're very naive in America. And we think we're open-minded. Actually, we're the most conservative in North America. Because so much of American mindset, American food, American crap has now entered into Europe, you now are suffering from the same limited mindset of Americans. Scary, but true. Europeans were never, ever a size average of 14 until the entrance of American foods. I mean, the American food system, never. Now that's the average because they're adopting our mindset and we're so willful as Americans that we're right and everybody else is wrong. We don't have the mindset to say, what do we learn about history? What do we learn about our culture? What do we learn? We're the only country that doesn't have history, right? You anywhere else in the world, you see, you know, you know, generations, years of history. That's why we like to travel, right? We go, wow, I can't believe this building has been here for a thousand years. We don't have that. In America, we tear it down and start again. I was going to say, unfortunately, in America, we we tend to tear down monuments and statues and everything else to erase history. That and that's what we convenient. do in our marriages. That's what yeah. we do in our marriages. I'm it's a disposable, it it's unfortunately a disposable society, which, yeah. you know, it's it's terrible. And, and we need to start making that change. And it starts with one conversation, one person, each one of us making a difference, right? Each one to each one, which is what we're doing here, by the way. Uh, so thank you, by the way, we are at the bottom of the hour. So I'm going to do grab the mic to do a quick room reset. And thank you everyone for being here. <laughs> and of course, Randy bringing up, I am the dirt. By the way, if you're not joining us on YouTube, make sure you do that. I just posted the link again in the chat so you can follow along and watch the antics of uh, of Amelia and Randy and well, me as well. But as they dance around the screen and all the little different things that are happening. So thank you again for joining us. This is the 11 o'clock hour of Breakfast with Champions on Friday. It is the new and improved Amelia and Randy show, of course, and it's it's jones dot show by the way yeah yeah randy likes me to when i say that and of course we invite you to click the link at the top uh designinggenius.com click the link get the book get into the program it is absolutely uh it's just gold and if you go through the program you will not regret it so make sure that you're joining that join the community and of course we invite you to share this room onto clubhouse onto your hallway so people know that you're here and you can invite them in. Of course, ping people in individually. And if you're watching us on YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook, please make sure that you're sharing this video. Let's make it go viral because this is what we need to make go viral. Not all, not so much of the BS that is out there. So uh, with that said, I'm gonna throw the mic back at you. Amelia. There's so much BS here. There's so much BS yes, here. Yes, but this we... is the fun BS, right? We're having fun. And you know what? We fun has to be part of the components. Fun Friday, Freaky Friday, whatever you want to say. If you're not yeah. having fun, now, you ain't doing it right. My, the dirt. So, Amelia. You're muted, Amelia. You're muted. Amelia think... keeps saying I'm older than dirt. And yeah. I'm like, every time you say you're younger than me, which is why I'm holding up a sign that says I am dirt because I'm a week away from 60 because you're younger than me. So when you say you're older than dirt, hello. Okay, so that means if you're yeah. dirt, I'm worms. You're the yeah, dirt, yeah, I'm the worm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be a worm. I am worm. dirt, you are worm. Okay, I'm a worm. I, I will go with that. I will there go with go. that. Okay. And, okay. and Dale, if you need any help over there, please, you have brothers and sisters right here in this room that will help and lean in because we're one big happy family here. I am really working with Jacqueline, one of our sisters. I am damned and determined to speak in London. One Somehow I'm getting there and I'm leaning on some of my brothers and sisters from the other side of the pond to see if there's somewhere I can add value onto some event or something over there. Because I really think we have to take a look at this from a global perspective on what we have. Um, because it's not a it's not a U.S. problem. It's it's not a North American problem. We have a huge gap that is happening here um, with the complexity of people problems, and I think we have to put it together in order to solve it. Matter of fact, I'm going to be at the media event at the United Nations next Friday, um, working with the United Nations as we lean into some of the global issues. 
That's amazing. Amelia, so it's funny because I'm actually going over to Michigan in October to do a talk about this um, in Detroit, which I'm so excited about. It's crazy how I'm flying over there to your side of the pond and you're flying over here to this side of the pond. But I do know that there's a lady called Morella who who got John Lee on her stage. We all know John Lee. So John Lee was over here. If there's, if there's, um, I've got a very, very good relationship with Sean Fair, who's operating Leaders Academy over here in the UK, who's actually American, and John Lee himself and uh, Morella, who owns Global Woman. So it's probably worth a conversation outside if, if you I want. I would love to. And I'm a yeah. huge fan of John. I jump in his room anytime he pings me over there. I'm on his membership list as well. I think he's fascinating. And what yeah. I love is he's such a young guy. Like he has such a feel of like the old wisdom, you know, 60 plus guy. And he's not, he's a puppy. He's a puppy. He's a young <laughs> he's an guy. old soul, but a young puppy. Right. I mean, I was looking at a picture of him and his family on an Instagram this week. And I'm like, oh, look how cute John's son and his whole family. And people are like, no, that's John. I'm like, oh my God, he's 12. He's 12 years old. I'm like, I love him even more now. <laughs> I love this conversation. This is some good stuff. Awesome. Anything you need, and for sure, ping me. Let me know when you're heading over. Detroit is such an interesting, historic city for us because Detroit was an icon of America at one point in time. And some of the decisions that we have made in the United States destroyed one of our iconic cities. Um, I worked in the economic development team in Detroit, um, Kid Rock, and a, and a lot of the, because again, I've been in entertainment for so long. Um, it's such a rich city. And for the people who have stuck it out there because they love the city, that is the heart of America. That is the heart of America right there. People who refuse to quit. And unfortunately, we usually only see the heart of America during disasters. Like Americans show up best during 9-11, Storm Sandy, you know, the stuff that happened down in New Orleans. Like when we have tragedy, we show up in our highest and best self. But on a day-to-day -day basis, I just wonder what happens to that part of our heart that we have to have tragedy for Americans to show our beautiful sunshine. I, who the man is who's been talking to you, he sounds exactly like Panache Desai. It's freaking me out. I know, another great, <laughs> amazing, right? Well, we love him. Oh, we No, love I was him. like Panache, but you know, you sound so much like Panache Desai. I'm like, Panache, Panache, is that you? Is that you? No, it's, and, it's oh. actually not. It's, it's he's, he's under, let me see what line is he on. He's underneath you. Hang on, he is. It's, he is. Did he just I'm, part? I'm Randall, I'm pointing. No, at you, he's Randall. second to the bottom, okay. right in the middle. He's got a really cool, like, aqua background. Yeah. Okay, we'll just call him Panache Jr. <laughs> Stale. <laughs> I'm happy with Jr. We'll just call him Panache Jr. And now I find out, I just want to know my takeaways from the show. Now I know that at 60, I become an old soul. You do realize you just did that to me, right? Oh, I'm 60, I'm an old soul. Now you've defined 60. <laughs> And what is wrong with being an old soul? That's actually a compliment. Right. You know, well, I'm adjusting to the fact, the cool thing is I really do like the discounts for the movie theaters because movies cost like, you know, $45 a piece now to go to. So I'm I'm all about that discount at the movies. So is there actually anybody going inside a movie theater? I is have. Yeah, I really? take my son. And by the way, it, it was weird. After I turned 50, I got the AARP application. Is that a thing after 50? I thought that was only after 60. What's up with you, that? Yeah, they get you right away. They get you. After 40. I think I got mine before 50. And by the way, you can get a senior discount at IHOP when you're 55. Oh, no, no, no. I know it. I know it. I know it. Because I'm obsessed with IHOP. I can't believe you mentioned that. I mean, I, I like put IHOP logos on my forehead when I go in and take pictures. IHOP should love me. I'm obsessed with IHOP. And by, my, on my 55th birthday, I went to IHOP. That's Seriously. hilarious. I know you've got a sticker somewhere in the house, Randy. You should go and grab it and stick it on your forehead for those of us that are watching on video. Well, <laughs> get an IHOP sticker to put on my forehead for a, oh, for a show. So listen, I can, I do great bunny. I'm a great bunny. So we can be IHOP. Like you'll be the I and I'll be the So hop. Amelia is I now know. hopping around the screen. You guys are missing it. Click that link that I put in the chat. That's our new sponsor. <laughs> I will be the bunny. I have a whole bunny costume. I, and I will be happy. Me. I do yes. more for IHOP. I wrote about my love for IHOP in my first book. I, I literally, I, I go to IHOP. I, I post about IHOP. I put their logo on my book. IHOP should love me. So, okay. Well, I'm gonna listen. Uh, if you guys keep talking about bunnies, you're gonna bring out the hunter in me because I'm kind of like that. that 
that Elmer Fudd. Amelia, bring your, bring I, I don't your like buddy the outfit to no, LA. That we'll sit at some bars. Other some guys. <laughs> okay. Amelia, that'll before be, we, yeah, we got to do something. That's the way we're going to get dates. I'm going to go that's in the way we're gonna a bunny outfit. in LA. Well, we listen, go. if you put on those bunny ears and that bikini, that works out really well, too. I'm just I saying. Do that yeah, too. that's the guy I really want. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know about the bikini part. I look better upside down now than I do right side up so my bikini part go back in place. So I only have sex in this position. I will not do that the other. Nope. The only way so that everything goes back where it needs to go. Oh, that is no, too freaking so funny. Not on the video feed, you're really missing out now. Because now <laughs> sex positions on the... Yeah, I just got the visual. <laughs> I'm really not sure what's going on hey, here. Jeffy, I just walked back in and heard I'm only having Can you tell right. everybody how they can see you guys right now on YouTube? Where's All right. the link? I just, I just put put the link again uh, in the chat, so I'm going to see if I can drop it again. Let's see. There we go. I just dropped now. You know what? It, Facebook, I mean, uh, Clubhouse says you've shared it already. So here we go. I'm going to just put link and just copy that link, and you can jump on <laughs> on YouTube to watch. Too <laughs> freaking funny. Yeah, you know, because again, people don't get a chance because I'm always showing up as the behaviorist. They don't get to see the other parts of my personality that are really, really goofy, right? But that's how I learn, right? You have to remember that humans don't learn inside of the conflict, right? You're triggered by your defensive mechanism, which is really controlled by your ego and everything else. And so you don't have the opening to actually learn. That's why self-reflection is so important. Journaling is so important because especially if you're going through a lot of emotions, a lot of drama, a lot of conflict, you have to sit down and go, what, what am I learning here? What am I feeling? What's going on? What's my side? What's their side? What's the situational side? You have to really be able to do that because what happens is we keep repeating the same mistake over and over again because we never give ourselves time to reflect, to really understand what is going on. And so if you get out of a relationship, if you get out of uh, a job opportunity, if you get out of a friendship, anytime something ends, which is in numerology, that's the nine, the ending, you have to go through the reflection of the one to restart so that you don't keep relearning the same lesson over and over and over and over again, right? And so for those people that are in the dating world, since I'm doing a lot of that these days, you have to understand the timeline that somebody finished the last relationship and what was their next move? Because if they got out of the relationship and they're getting into the next relationship, their mindset is I'm going to fill you in this hole that I have, right? They're feeding from outside thinking that happiness, fulfillment, and the next relationship is going to be fixed by that next person. That was a problem that they had in the relationship they got just got out of right? That person didn't make me happy. That person didn't make me fulfilled. That person didn't do all these things. External thinking, which means they're just going to repeat the same pattern. You don't want to be that person. Don't be somebody's pattern. You want to be able to demonstrate healthy behaviors to say, I got out of this relationship. Here's what I did to work on myself. And then you're looking for the language. This is what I was, Sally and I were banting about um, this week. You're looking for the language that says this part of my life ended. Here's what I could have done differently so that you can hear the responsibility of even somebody who could be in the running to be the gift of you. So when people go, I hate this person, I hate that person, it was that person's fault, she was crazy, he was crazy, he sucked, that, that is bad dating material. Move on, swipe, whatever, I can't figure out if it's left or right. Whatever way you got to swipe, swipe the way you don't know, swipe no, because they're not ready for you. They're not ready for you. They haven't done the personal work. You're looking for somebody who's already done the work to say, here's where I have to take responsibility. Here's what I could have done differently. Because in any situation, any and all situations, there's something you could have done differently. There always is. And if they think there's nothing they can do differently, then you're getting in a relationship with somebody who makes decisions based on their ego. Swipe no. I love it. Yeah, listen, and by the way, every every ending is a new beginning, right? It, it just opens the door to something else. And I, I, you you said something that, that uh, triggered this quote. 
that says that God didn't lift you up or pick you up just for you to fall down on the, over the same thing that knocked you down. And by the way, a couple of things. Welcome, Jessica, that's listening to us on LinkedIn or watching us on LinkedIn. Iman, uh, uh, Dora Marie, and Sean Shapiro just joined us on YouTube as well. Others have joined us as well. I can't see you until you make a comment. And of course, Dr. Sean Shapiro did ask, because he's now watching on video, says, what's that only position you're using now, Amelia? I, no, I felt bad. <laughs> Because this you're way. talking away Dr. about important Sean, so stuff. Everything and goes back in place. Unless you can put it back in place, because I know you got magic hands, so you know how to use a chiropractor. He can put things back in place. But right now, I need to put my butt and my boobs back into alignment. So upside so down I is my that comment, And I started to laugh. And then I thought, oh my God, Amelia thinks I'm laughing at what she's saying. I'm laughing because Sean asked that and it cracked me up. So I love Dr. Sean. By the way, Amelia, I if have you, a heart if... string for Dr. Sean. If you're not watching the chat on the top right hand of your screen, there should be a little bubble that says chat. Click on that so that way you're watching the chat that's there coming in go. live. And Dr. Sean is over there rating my sexual position. So, you know, you can put that in the chat too. <laughs> well, I've been rating that. You know where I am. You know where I am. <laughs> He's so Actually, much fun. You guys got to be following Dr. Sean. She does not know where I am. She still thinks I'm somewhere out west and I'm not. She does not I would because you answer. feel like such a California boy. You feel like California. Oh, I'm never going to California now, and you know why. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. North. Listen, Me neither. Just saying. I'm only going to California to see Sally. Uh, I would go to see Sally, absolutely, but I will never be a California boy. I just cannot do that to myself. Yes, I know. A lot of, lot of us left. I was, I was a longbird surfer in San Diego, and I finally had to say, okay, my time here has come. I am now no longer there, but I'm moving again. Party so. in California. Let's go. You moving to California? No, I'm not actually. I think oh, I'm going shoot. south. I'm south. Oh, I am trying to get Nate to help me get set up in Nashville. So I am bothering Nate Ooh. on a full-time basis, trying oh, to help me get to Nashville. Oh my nice. God. <laughs> if you're relying on Nate as a, as a, as... Don't laugh. Don't laugh. You're <laughs> helping. <laughs> I mean, I love Nate. I, I'll, I'll do anything for Nate, but I would not count on him to find me a place to live. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. I don't know about the actual place to live, but I need to, to narrow down. I'm not living in downtown Nashville. I'll have an office there, um, but I am heading south. By the way, Amelia, my hottie batati trainer, Micah, moved to Nashville. So when you move there, I'll introduce you if you need a trainer. Oh, are you kidding? I need a lot of things. Yes, I'll take it. I, I need all the friends I can get in either North Carolina or Nashville. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can hook you up. Yes, South. I got to get I got to get out of New York. It's just not working. Not working. Yeah, my sister yeah, lives in North that's Carolina. That's even worse than living in Jersey. I love Jersey. Though. So do I, but it's the politics. The poli Between the politics and the cold winters, I'm getting tired of it too. I'm done. I'm going south. There you make it anywhere. It's the heartbeat of the world. I heart New York. Yeah. Uh, no. I like you know New York. I, I don't love there, it anymore. Yeah, I do. I do love New York. Don't get me wrong. But there's just so much money that I put into the market here that goes nowhere that I could use that same amount of money to really give somebody a new start, a restart, a leg up. I want my money to go farther. And I can't do that in New York. I just can't do that. I can I can help and serve in such a better way with my own resources if I get into a better user-friendly state that supports entrepreneurism. Because there's, you know, again, I can open doors for a lot of people. So why would I not want to maximize that? You know, I think I mean, I, coming back to New York, you know, I'm a hermit anyway. I don't leave my house. So even though I live in New York, I don't leave. Well, not to mention Governor Hochul just told all the uh, everyone that doesn't agree with her or is conservative in any way to leave the state. So. You know, we, okay, everybody's so, got to leave. There we go. I'm following directions. You asked me to leave. I'm going to leave. Okay. Thank you. Boom. I'll send a thank you now. Questions. Can we answer? We're answering over here. Is there anybody we can serve? Is there anybody in the back chat that I can actually serve? Portland, you know what, Amelia? Ooh. I, I want to say something and I know I've been talking this morning, but I have to tell you that because we did this, the narcissism room and all that stuff. But before that you had done another room that was brilliant like always all your rooms i never miss friday but good morning but um one thing that changed and i have to say this out loud because you changed like transformed my life the other day as a mom and i want to tell you a quick update because you said to me i'm you know i'm raising a sophomore and a junior two teenage daughters 
And you said to me that I need to go from being a mom to sort of thinking like a mentor, mentoring my daughters. And I sat with both of them after that conversation with you on Clubhouse. And I said, you know, I want to start shifting. And I don't know if I was supposed to tell them, but I told them. And I'll tell you, the look in their eyes when they were like, wow, they felt so loved by me that I would actually have a transformation or actually ha do a change to show them how much I love them and how much, you know, I, I love, I want them to do great things in life. I want them to be people that transform other people's lives. And so I started thinking that way more than just that authoritative mom figure. I'm thinking more like I'm going to mentor my daughters for the next couple years of their lives. And they're so excited about it. And our relationship just in the last week has been so good. So I just want to say thank you to you that you're so freaking brilliant. And I can't wait for you to be here. And I would love for you to meet my daughters. They want to meet you because they want to know which woman said this. So I just wanted to share that for real. Let me say before, Amelia, you talk, this is what I said earlier. And I, I have to reiterate the importance of that. I heard that on I, I the room as well. I will, my kids are 31 and 33. Had I had conceptually the idea of start to mentor them, seriously, that 18 to 28, man, that would have been right. 300 times easier than it was. You're so right, right. And here's the beauty of that. Oh. Sally, now that you've landed that, right? Now that you've said, listen, I'm going to change the relationship I have with you and I'm now gonna be a mentor. Now you, the fun begins. This is what I love about Designing Genius Games. Now you get to invite them into a mentoring experience. So now you invite them to an address or an unknown location and you share with them an experience, a mentoring experience, very similar that Steven Spielberg did for, does for you, right? He's your mentor yes. and he invites you into these experiences. Now you get to invite them into experiences. So like, I mean, I've done all kinds of things for my daughter. So I invited her into uh, seeing Moulin Rouge on Broadway. And we had some interesting conversations, everything from the outfits to the characters to her position on sexuality versus sensuality versus intimate. Like we invited her into an experience that opened up all kinds of conversations afterwards, right? And wow. so now you get to be a mentor to not tell them right and wrong, to be able to have a mentoring relationship, I wanted to know what did she see? What was her favorite character? Why was that the favorite character? What did she like, right? Because she's 15. So she's starting to get very curious about, right, sex. And so the first thing that I started was, do you know the difference between sex, sensuality, right, and sexuality? Like, do you know the differences between those. And so the next thing that she wanted to do was be, because Moulin Rouge is a little bit more sex seduction is I took her to a burlesque show and showed her that back in the 1920s, the art of seduction was done tenfold. This is where women don't understand their power. See, years ago, the woman chose, not the man, the woman chose. She very, very seductively dropped her handkerchief and he picked it up. Do you think she really dropped her handkerchief? No, she did not, right? She did it intentionally to show interest. And then he then received the interest and walked in. The art of seduction, right? Versus just sex. This is what our young people don't understand because they see so much sex. They don't realize that the richness, the richness in it is in the other two. And so as a mentor, you can expose them to it. So now again, I have a 15 year old, if you guys only have with that, sometimes she comes down dressed and I'm like, okay, that's a wonderful sex, right? Exp expression, right? You're, you're expressing yourself in sex. Is that how you would like to leave? Or would you like to be a little bit more seductive or a little bit more sensual? And she was like, well, I actually would like to be sensual. I'm like, would you like help modifying that outfit to give the, the, the outcome that you're actually looking for, right? And so this is mentorship, right? Not parenting. Parenting, I'm like, holy shit, you're not walking out of the house like that. That's parent. Mentorship is like, what is it that you're looking to portray? Sex, sensuality, right? And so now we have a mentoring conversation. Well, you know what? Uh, first of all, that was brilliant because yeah, nowadays these girls, I'm like, what are you wearing? So obviously I'm going to switch my vocabulary, but I have to tell you, Amelia, 
that the beautiful thing about life is that when we allow things to happen, it will actually, we take those steps. Like for instance, last year I started this girl empowerment program at high schools. You know, I told you this, but because I had that experience of mentoring 60 girls in high school out here in LA, now I know what it feels like to mentor girls. So now I have that experience to do, to do what you just taught me. This is why we have to allow experiences to happen and say yes more and not be afraid. So I just love it. And, and intentionally invite other characters, right? You know, I have a son and I have a daughter, right? So in my, and I'm a single mom, I've always been a single mom. Um, with my son, I invited different flavors of men into my life so that David could see the different types of energies, right? To choose how he wanted to develop as a man. For my daughter, I'm inviting different forms of women into my life so that she can figure out where she identifies. I can't have my ego say she's going to identify with me. There's parts of me, right? But there's parts of other women that are in my life. Like I love my daughter getting to know Tara, right? Because that's a different side of feminine. I'm feminine, but differently than she is. Patricia, love Patricia. Things for she gets, right? So you have to invite the cast of characters into your life so your children can choose how they want to identify. The problem is we give too much of a limited selection. We bring people that are just like us into their lives. And what do our kids say? I don't like you or your friends. Well, your friends are not interesting. They're just different versions right. of you. Bring in interesting. Now your kids want to hang out. Amelia. So, so by the way, Amelia, Amelia, I think we have our topic for next Friday uh, for the nine o'clock hour. We should be talking about masculine feminine energy and, uh, Ooh, and what I that means because in, in today's world, unfortunately, if you open up a door for a woman, if it's the wrong woman, she's like, I can open up my own damn door. And then they wonder why people don't Ooh, open doors anymore. Me. So this this a great, it's, well, no, not you, but yet no. that happens a lot. And I think. Like, why? Why do women do that? Like, let the man open the door for, for goodness sakes. The feminist, the feminist movement has now been broken. Uh, is what I think. But anyway, that's the great conversation for other men. And uh, of course, you guys got to be on it because Randy just put up hashtag flavors of men. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes Amelia as a little bunny hopping around the screen. So listen, I, you know, before we pass it off and, and I'm going to pass it to Amelia to close out, I'm just going to say again, thank you for being here. Remember that we are here at nine from nine to 10 a.m. in Breakfast with Champions every Friday. And again, the uh, new and improved Randy, Amelia and Randy show from 11 to 12. So we just thank you for being here and continue to share this. Invite your friends. Uh, if you're on, if you joined us on, on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook today, thank you so much for that. Feel free to share that video. Feel free to go back and listen and watch that video and share it as well. We thank you again. And Amelia, I'm going to give it to you to close out uh, again. And Amelia, Randy, another great hour as always. Appreciate you both. And have so a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, everybody. Have a great Memorial Day. No, Labor Day weekend. Labor I want to go back to the beginning of summer. Labor Day I want to go back to the beginning Labor of summer. Day. And we are. So please get ready. So next Monday, we're going to go after masculine and feminine energy. And I'm going to give you a game. So bring your friends, bring your partners. Right. Next we're Friday. Dive in. That's right. Next, next Friday, 9 a.m. And at 11 a.m., Randy and I are going to have a surprise for you. It's such a big surprise. I don't even know. What is it, it more is. flavors of men? Is that what's happening? Yeah, oh, more. can we do that? <laughs> can we have flavors of men? <laughs> I'm just so happy to know that I'm a flavor of man that you chose to bring into your life. So thank you oh so much. Oh my God. Wait, are does that mean I'm also one of the flavors? I'm just. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Listen, Tony, you and your wife and Randy and his husband, you guys have such a beautiful relationship. Just, it's just so beautiful to watch. Right. And so from the outside, for us that are selectively single, we can point to something to say that it does exist. So when people say to me, oh, what you're asking for doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, let me introduce you to all of my friends and all of my couple friends who live that relationship. I know it exists. There's plenty of evidence. Right. And so you guys are living demonstration of what it takes. And, you know, I've known Randy forever here. His relationship isn't just magical. They work at it. They work at it. Well, yeah, it does get that. And we're cutting in a little bit, but you know what? And this goes back to the beginning. We kept ourselves alive while we raised the kids. 
So when our kids left, I cried. I went crazy. I lost my mind when I dropped them off at college. Now, I didn't realize at the time they were going to keep coming back. I mean, we moved five states and the damn kids tracked us down, you know, so they kept coming back. But Derek and I never lost us as a couple. We never lost who we were during that time. So we had an empty nest. You know, we were still basically dog guys. <laughs> we still had dogs. To, yeah. that we and I was at Tony's 50th birthday and Lucy, his wife, if you see the way she looks at him, your heart will cry. Your heart will cry. She yeah, absolutely I am a lucky man. Him. Yeah. She looks at him today just as she always has. He is her hero. Absolutely her hero. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And we've got to get to the point where we celebrate that. We have to celebrate the goodness that's around us. Because that's what then, you know, brings that energy into our lives as well. And so I'm grateful for the two of you. I'm grateful for everybody that is listening. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.